all small business owners or people operating business outside of their home, do not forget about ShipStation. That's right, because ShipStation is helping small businesses ship just as efficiently and affordably as any of the Fortune 500 companies. We use ShipStation every day at Natural Habits. It is so amazing to help track your orders, give great customer service, ship more in less time for a lot less money. Use my offer code VIAL to get 60-day free trial. That's two months free and no hassle, stress-free shipping. Go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in VIAL. That is ShipStation. Enter offer code VIALL. Make ship happen. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Vile Files Bachelor in Paradise Recap Edition. Hope you are enjoying your day, whatever day it is that you decided to tune in and listen to the best hot takes in Bachelor Nation. Uh, we have a fantastic episode for you. The wonderful Allie Barthwell is with us today to help us break down these two episodes. I discovered Allie on Twitter. She has been recapping Bachelor episodes for Vulture uh, for some time now. She is an incredibly accomplished writer, and I'll let Allie say hi and kind of break down what she's all about as well. But uh, uh, we have an absolute fantastic episode for you today because, one, there's a lot to talk about, and two, Allie is with us with uh, some uh, wonderful hot takes. Uh, she Everything she puts out there, uh, I've... I, what I love about it, because Allie's not a part of Bachelor Nation in the sense that she hasn't been in it, and yet, as someone who has, I really respect the people who can be critical and objective and have some great takes, and Allie is one of those people. So, Allie, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, what an intro. You're, you're great. So, high expectations, though, <laughs> Allie. High expectations. Okay, yeah. wow. Really got to live up to it no, now. Thank you so much. I, I've, I've, uh, I'm not worried at all. Before we, we break down the episode, just a couple of housekeeping notes. We do have an absolute dynamite episode for you tomorrow. Uh, the one and only Michael A. is with us. Michael, as you know him from Katie's season, uh, uh, just a really great discussion with Michael. He is and it just... Truly an incredible guy, having met with him and sat down with him. There's so much more to Michael, as as we often realize, on the, than you, what you saw on the show. And he talks a lot about uh, his future, the prospects of him being the next Bachelor, uh, more detail about uh, life before the show. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Uh, and if nothing else, make sure to check out our Ask Nick episodes on every Monday. Send in your questions at asknickacastmedia.com, cast with a K, if you're interested in... Uh, Interesting, heartfelt relationship stories and advice. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, you definitely will not want to miss those episodes. Uh, anything else I'm missing, Chrissy? Nope, I think you got it. All right. Well, Allie, let's, let's get to it. Who boy. <laughs> yeah, just... the, the, villain, the villainy, the rapscallionry, the roguery that is going oh. on on this beach is it's incredible. It's like at a level that we haven't seen it in a long time and it's so blatant and like barefaced that I think is the, the issue for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there really is so much to discuss and peel back. So let's try to keep on track. You know, obviously the, the, the Piper and Brennan is the biggest thing to discuss. And even that I want to almost talk about like 
their plan and their crime and how poorly it executed. <laughs> and then we'll get into, you know, some of the more triggering topics of just how it's like, it's one thing to go and be on the TV show and lean into that, but like how they, or their lack of empathy towards Natasha is a whole nother discussion. And so we will get in, in into that as well. But a lot of it was fascinating, like you said, because it was almost just, even for myself, like shocking their lack of self-awareness or just the fact it's like, it's like, Hey, we're, it's a TV show, but then they forgot it was a TV show. Yeah. It's like you are mic'd. There are cameras everywhere. Like they got night vision cameras in the bang room. Like, what do you, why do you think you're, you're hiding anything? Yeah. It, it, it made no sense, but let's, let's try to keep on track. Let's start where the episode on Monday picks off. And it's with these two episodes, it's like, almost like, Oh my God, Kendall and Joe, we forgot they're even on the beach, but yet, the episode kicks off with Kendall, you know, coming down as we saw last week and, and, and Kendall and Joe talking. We, we all love Joe. You know, Kendall, I've met her. She's nice. I guess long story short, there's a lot of discussions in these past couple of weeks and especially these two episodes. Uh, and it's what kicks off what I kind of call like triangle week. Like there's all the triangulation of all these various relationships really came to a head. And it starts with Joe, Kendall, and then you have Serena. And I guess long story short, I just really didn't, I didn't think anything Kendall said ultimately made sense because for all the people who could have dealt with their stuff outside of the beach, no one more than Kendall because that was a legitimate relationship. They had dated for yeah. two years. That was real substantive stuff. And it seemed like, you know, for all the what what was stopping Kendall from doing what she did and it seemed like clearly it was because she needed Joe to go on TV for her to step up to the plate so to speak and then when she did I would have been totally fine if she's like listen yeah I say what you want I shouldn't have sh like it took but I the, the the TV aspect freaked me out why didn't she just come with like an actual like actionable plan? Like I don't I get you don't want to move for a man, but then like don't like that's a real non-negotiable. Yeah, this was a conversation that should have been handled at a strip mall Panera over coffee and like a sad salad. Like this doesn't this is something that you handle right after the breakup. And it seems like there is a little bit of Kendall almost wanting to rewrite exactly what happened after the breakup. Um, rather than saying like, oh, I'm we, we did something wrong. There was some fight that we didn't resolve. It sounds like it all was resolved. Yeah. And then I love how Joe was just like, hey, you're, you're leaving out a big part. And, <laughs> you know, then you get into the he said, she said. And I guess to me, none of all that really matters, because as we know, when we break up and especially when conversations happen a while back, you know, so easily we forget. But it was more what she said to Joan, it was like, she literally was like, I don't know even what I want or what I'm saying. I just want you in my life at some capacity. And it's just like, well, what is that? And what is someone like Joe who like we, what they both agree about is that there are still real feelings there. And you know what? That happens all the time in life. You can have real feelings for someone and for whatever reason say, we can't make this work. And for all the conversations about relationships between your pet peeves and your non-negotiables, 
Long distance is a legit non-negotiable. When you have two people who are like, listen, I don't like say what you want. My family's here and my family's, that's fine. And it, yeah, it is heartbreaking and sad, but it's still justified. But yet Kendall comes down with this like, I'm not willing to move. Uh, I know you're not going to move. <laughs> like, uh, let's be best. Like, what is that? Let's be best. I don't understand. She's saying that Joe's non-negotiable shouldn't count as a reason why the relationship didn't work. So she wants to find another reason why the relationship didn't work. And it doesn't seem like there is one. And, you know, you can't make if someone says I have this non-negotiable, whether, you know, my mom always jokes, it's like kids, money and religion are like the three biggest non-negotiables in a relationship. You got to handle those three things the same way. And it sounds like this came down to kids. Where do we want to raise our kids? Where do we want to start a family? And you can't tell someone that their non-negotiable isn't a good enough reason to end the relationship. That's why it's a non-negotiable. That was so well said that, yeah, that like, <laughs> yeah, Kendall was trying to come up with a new reason why the relationship didn't work. That was so good. And yeah. and I think it's also like this romanticization of our breakups that for each relationship, we have to have like learned a lesson and gathered some wisdom. And now we hold a piece of this person's heart in our heart. And it's like, sometimes you don't want to live in the same place. And sometimes his friends fucking suck. And sometimes his mom <laughs> is weird to you. And that just is it. And there's nothing to learn or discover about yourself. It just doesn't work. And I think Kendall wants it to be this bigger, you know, narrative that something about them didn't work or didn't click or there's something in her and Joe that what, and it's like, you just didn't, she didn't want to move to Chicago, which like as a person in Chicago, it's a great city in my opinion, yeah. better yeah. than LA. It's way <laughs> cheaper at least. Uh, it's like that is that's a perfectly fine reason. You, and you don't learn anything from that other than, hey, if this is a non-negotiable, if this if me not moving is going to be an issue, I should know that up front. In yeah. Relationship. Next time she meets a guy who lives in Chicago, she should just be like, I, I know how no. this plays out. And that's fine. So, yeah. And then do you think, do, go ahead. Do either of you think that her narrative is is part of the reason why she went there. Just to make sure, like Joe wasn't like only saying one side of the one side of the relationship. No, I don't think it was that. I, I think <laughs> she just didn't like that Joe was on TV, and I think she it was triggering for her. And and that's I think that's the part that is again for all the talk about you didn't need to do this on the beach. You're here for TV. I just don't see how we can look at it any other way. That Kendall you know, kind of came for TV or to stop Joe from creating a new story on TV. It was the TV of it all because she's yeah. had two years, like you said, to go to, you know, go to Panera and like order a <laughs> salad and not eat it and right. have a weird conversation that goes nowhere. Yeah. So and then, then she's like weirdly staying, you know, like, OK, Yeah, I, it, it felt more of a like, well, if you're going to do this, I get to do this, too. Yeah. And not in a malicious way, but just sort of like, oh, I didn't know this was an option. But if you get to do this, I get to do this. It's like, OK, I guess, girlfriend, like, are you going to have fun? Yeah. Probably not. This was a week where many of the men really, really tapped into their fuckboy side by yeah. not like even Kenny up until this week was being pretty upfront, being direct, uh, just owning his their decisions. And now we get into the week where all, like the guys just said a, talked a lot and said absolutely nothing. And here's my thing. 
if you gonna be a fuck boy, be good at it. That's the thing is none of these men are good at it because it's they're not. I, I wonder if they're not used to having to like come up with these stories or keep their story straight or like, you know, if you're string and we'll get to the Brendan and Piper yeah. and the the even like looking ahead, like the Chris and Jacini of it all. It's like if you're going to string a woman along so you can just stay there till somebody else comes. It's like, don't convince her you're in love with her. Don't convince her that you're having this romantic moment with her. Just do the bare minimum. The fuck boy has discovered the art of doing the bare minimum. And all of these men were doing way too much. <laughs> we talk a lot about uh, meeting your health and wellness goals. And we have another great digital fitness platform for you. And we have Obey here for you to help you meet your goals. Obey is a premium digital fitness platform that brings the variety you crave, the instructors you love, and the results you want to any screen anywhere with 15 class types such as HIT, H-I-I-T, for those of you know who don't, uh, who, you know, uh, you know, dance, <laughs> cardio, yoga, sculpture, strength, and more. Obey has something for every mood. Very affordable, uh, $27 a month, unless if you sign up for their quarterly or annual subscription, you can stream Obey from any screen, your tablet, your phone, your TV screen. What I love about Obey is that they have thousands of no equipment uh, classes. So like all you need is your body weight and a place to move around and you can get a really awesome workout. It's friendly. It's fun. Um, again, just mixing it up is a great way to stay in shape. So check out Obey, especially if you're stuck inside and you don't want to waste money at the gym and you don't want to drive. Uh, anytime, anywhere, meet your goals with Obey. Use our code V-I-A-L-L to get one month free of Obey. Visit obeyfitness.com. That is O-B-E-F-I-T-N-E-S-S.com to start your trial today. Commit to yourself this fall with Obey Fitness. Obey is offering Vilefile listeners a free month trial. Just visit obeyfitness.com and use code V-I-A-L-L. Rothy's, hey, they have been a friend of the show since we started this whole thing. And Rothy's finally... I think it's because I finally complained <laughs> enough. Rothy has the gr same great shoes for men now. That's right. Uh, Rothy's shoes that have no break-in period. They're made from recyclable plastics. They're stylish. They're comfortable. They look great. They feel great. And now the men can enjoy them as well because they've been making women's feet look great for a long time now. And now us guys can jump on the Rothy's bandwagon. For you women out there, they still have the great same shoes and handbags available to you with a bunch of great styles and they are eco-friendly and again uh, are made from recyclable plastic easy to clean uh, fun to wear durable uh, safe for the planet uh, the list goes on of how great they are Forbes calls Rothy's men's shoes a travel must have that's right great for traveling great for the, it's a perfect airport shoe slip on slip off look good feel great can't say enough Keep the summertime feeling going with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com slash V-I-A-L to find your new warm weather favorites. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. Can't say enough about the Rothy's. Uh, so many of my women friends have them. I've wanted to have them. I got them. I love them. Whew, get your Rothy's. Accept the, the bare minimum with being honest because yes. up until this point Brandon was his goal was to do in fact the bare minimum the bare minimum and yet 
when and when forced to just be up front or lie at the risk of going home, he always opted for the lie. And he right. justified it in his mind by saying, I haven't really done anything with Natasha. Like he kept justifying by to himself by like, what's really the crime? You could tell like that's what he was thinking. Yeah. And or or I'm doing her a favor because she gets to stay another week. Yeah. Without uh, without realizing, you know, if you go back and look, he is actually convincing her to stay, convincing her to stay with him. Um, she's having she has moments where she's like, I could maybe pursue other people or what is happening between us. And he doesn't say like, well, this is a friendship rose or, you know, you should feel beholden to me. He has those moments where he kind of gets right on that yes. edge of being Just, like he never fully lets her go. And, you know, we'll, we're obviously going to bounce around. There was a part where Joe was talking. I mean, I'm sorry, where Brennan was talking to Natasha and he said to Natasha, when I gave you that rose, I said, you deserve love, even if it's not with me. <laughs> now, that wasn't aired. And so when when Brennan first said that, I'm thinking, oh, well, OK. And then I thought to myself, wait a second. That was week one. That was when the guys had the roses. You went a whole nother week yes. of needing Natasha to give you a rose. So whatever you said to Natasha when you gave her that rose was completely negated by you making sure you got Natasha's rose to get to yes. Piper. So like it doesn't it doesn't matter what happened. Yeah, this one. is an audio medium, but I am nodding. I'm nodding vigorously. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like <laughs> he's like he almost had me. I was like, oh, well, if you said that, OK, maybe it's edited. We didn't get to see it. But I was like, well, wait a second. Like, no, that was all that was that was a whole week earlier. So she gave she gave you a full shirt off massage, yeah. sir. Yes. Like established the boundaries earlier yes and, and and yeah so okay we'll we'll dive more into that so then we kind we get into oh just props i guess i just want to acknowledge that maybe joe was the original chin grabber because in the weird kendall and joe montage yes. we we saw the a uh, play uh, out of riley's playbook i i've never seen so much chin grabbing for the makeout, and apparently it's a <laughs> thing so you know riley and joe can debate who uh, was the originator of the, of the chin grab. So now we kick off like Ma Mari is now, you know, deciding she still likes Kenny. You know, the, the Mari-Kenny Demi ended up being a mess. Definitely Demi, I, I really, as, even as my friend, really hated how she approached the rejection of it all. She definitely didn't rise above. And ultimately, no. I just don't think Kenny likes Demi at all. And was no. Mari was a classic case for any I don't guy or girl. I don't care. But like when you break up with someone because either you want more options or you are unsure about your relationship, whatever Mari says, she ultimately tried to fuck boy Kenny or break up with Kenny by saying, eh, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to commit to this right now. And then as a result of what is either a combination of greed, it's like the greed and boredom of it all in dating. You know, you date someone early on and you're just like, oh, you're nice. But like, I don't know. I got like 14 other matches on, on Tinder and <laughs> I kind of like them. And then so you get greedy, but then those don't pan out and you get a little bit bored. And now Mari's bored. So she swerves back to Kenny and it's just like, OK, that's fine. But we've seen this in life all the time 
where people, you know, we always talk about like going back to your ex. It's like, yeah, maybe it'll work out. Probably not. But just know they lost the patience that they thought they had when it came to finding something better. And now they're just bored enough to tell you that they've learned their lesson and they truly love you. And that's essentially what Mari's doing. Yeah. And I, and I don't think that is so bad because like, again, as like sort of a viewer of this as a very rich text about dating is it's, it's not a bad thing to be like, we're dating casually. Like nobody has any expectations of the other person, but I think the structure of the show forces these people into exclusivity way too early (laughs) and Everything that both of them were saying are completely acceptable. If you were like out in the real world, it's like I've gone on two dates with this guy. I kind of like him. We're already making plans, but I got these other dates lined up. So I'm going to go on my other dates. And in real life, he just wouldn't know you were going on other dates. Like he just wouldn't have access to your phone here. It's like the phone is in front of you. The Tinder is walking amongst you. So you she I don't think what what she said was to me was like fine. He took it as this like amazing, complete rejection, went and ran off with Mari and then or with Demi and did a date with Tia. And it's like, sir, she's saying, hey, I actually do still want to pursue you. And rather than looking at like we're going back and we have to go, you know, we're we're continuing this thing. It's like, just say we're starting back at day one. Like this is our new day one. From this point, we're going to decide how we want to date each other and let's go forward. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I didn't have a problem with Mari saying that. It was more Mari's reaction to Kenny's reaction. <laughs> and you're right. You make a good, excellent point that it's like casually dating online and having yeah. everyone's and having access to everyone's inbox that you're casually dating. Right. And it's like what a ni- what a nightmare. Yeah. What a true disaster. <laughs> a true nightmare. <laughs> and to your point, you're right. You they are all forced to like it's all it's all hi- the the world's hyperbolic. The it's truly comical. The strongest couple takes uh, like so I thought you were the strongest couple. If someone tells you that you're the strongest couple, watch like that's that is a that's a heads up warning that you need to be yeah. very careful with how you manage your relationships. That's Chekhov's rose. Like it's exploding at some point yeah. in the future. If, like you don't you don't bring it up in act one if it ain't going off in act three. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. of Everyone's, <laughs> you know, the strongest couple yeah. whatever. So finally, you know, Piper Piper shows up. Piper, it's it's so it, like Piper, you know, I'm here for Brendan. Bam. That's it. You know, that's been done before for sure. How they chose to air it. Clearly, the show is going to lean into they've been set like we've seen. This has been set up for some literally since episode one or yes. uh, of this drama. So the show leans into Piper just saying, I'm here for Brendan. Piper comes in. She asks Brendan out immediately. I know a lot of people made a big deal about the fact that she asked Brendan out that's really a show element. That's, you know, that's production. Like, honestly, whether people pull 10 people or shoot, like a lot of people come in with an idea who they want to take out. And sometimes they have to go through their motions. There's been less of either they're not showing it or it's not happening of that thing of, I'm going to take all the women aside and see who are the open guys, or I'm going to take all the guys aside and like, see who's paired up. So it's even like if they're not showing it, then they're not showing it. But if that's not happening, it's like everyone is 
they're dating really badly to not check in and like see what's going on. Everyone's here for the chaos. Everyone is just injecting true nightmare energy. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. Uh, 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 uh. Mariah Carey is one of the most successful singers of all time. Wouldn't you agree, Chrissy? Yeah, totally. But her rags the richest story isn't exactly a fairy tale. And on an all-new season of Even the Rich, you'll hear the astonishing story of Mariah Carey's rise to fame and the heartbreak and trauma she survived along the way. Billboard's name, Mariah Carey, artist of the decade in the 90s. She's won five Grammys, sold more than 100 million albums world, worldwide. But in the late 90s, it all came crashing down, leaving the world to wonder, would she ever reach the heights of popular stardom again? I can't believe Mariah Carey really did this all. Anyways, you should listen to it. Listen to Even the Rich on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, Piper doesn't know how this works. It's, it's her first time down there. She made that abundantly clear throughout the entire episode. So she doesn't know that many people came down and people are like, yeah, just go talk. To, you know, like before you before you ask someone out, go just just talk to everyone like that. Right. That ha- You know, there is the, that's the show element of it all. Um, and I have no doubt that they're just like, well, you know, it's your day card. Do what you want. And they just kind of let her do what she want. And and she chose Brendan. But this is and that this is where it just gets really, you know, Brendan's clearly excited. <laughs> Brendan says yes immediately. And and this is where just it it just I was truly just in shock. I mean, I I most usually things don't surprise me as someone who knows <laughs> I've seen it all. I've been there. Like yep. a lot of the stuff that happens, I kind of was like, okay, whatever. I know the audience makes a big deal about it, but like I know why this happened, and but I just couldn't understand Brendan's approach to this all, and and just the. And just the overall criticism of Brendan is fine. It's a TV show. You don't take it seriously. I don't got a problem with that. You're not the you and Piper are not the first couple to be talking. Everyone's doing that. They all want to be on the show. They all want followers. I don't have a problem with any of that. The complete lack of empathy towards Natasha from both Piper and Brendan. I, I that's yeah. where I that I'm just I'm lost by that. And it it verges on it well their whole plan hinges on natasha's too stupid to know what we're doing and natasha should be grateful that i even like was around her yeah and i think those two things you know you can plan this we're gonna come down we're gonna go on a date just stay there till i get there again like i said but if your plan hinges on assuming that someone is stupid and assuming that someone has no better options for whatever reason it's just a really bad look. And then for me watching it, it's like adding in Natasha's one of the older women there, if not the oldest woman there at this point. And she's also like the only dark skinned black girl on the beach at this point. And like, there's so many narratives about those two groups of people in particular and their lack of attractiveness, or they should be grateful for what they get, or they're cute for what, you know, with a caveat that it just, if that if it was unintentional, it was who, you know, it was whoever Brendan had interest in him in the beginning, whatever. But it is so like bordering on mean girl shit. No, cruel. Yeah, to just cruel. Inject that in there. It's so cruel. 
And then for Brendan to go talk to Natasha and not talk to her like a human being to speak in like he's like a weird Bachelor Nation algorithm bot that's just (laughs) spitting out nonsense phrases. If I hear the word like spark one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. These motherfuckers are transformers because it is all about the spark. Okay, like it is insane the way that they are. Um, the way that he's not being a real person, because I think if Natasha heard, I like Piper, we went out a few times. I think I got to pursue this. I'm really sorry. You're a great person. And that was it. She probably could have handled it and processed it. But hearing like, I understand that the coincidence of my seeing the seeing Piper and the sparkaticity of our romantic connection must be explored. Like that's nonsense. To- total nonsense. And in fact, you know, Natasha has been on the show. Natasha is a, like a, a friend. I've gotten to know her. She's one of the smartest people in Bachelor Nation, just in general. So like <laughs> I, I don't. I've had Brendan on. I don't know Brendan outside of having him on as an interview via Skype. I've never met Piper. I don't know, but I do like. And and, and Natasha showed it right. Natasha owned Brendan in their last oh, conversation. Oh, just completely owned him. The first conversation she had, she was a, a she was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. And if I guess, yeah, sure. Natasha showed her vulnerability, and that's what's the problem, right? Natasha's willingness to hear Brendan out had nothing to do with her lack of intelligence or not being able to decipher. It's so that she liked him. You know, like yeah. I, talking to Natasha after she got done filming, and I was texting with Natasha yesterday and last night, she was worried about the show being I was just like you're gonna be fine you're a rock star like I know you're e-, like but she was hurt right so as someone who gets their feelings hurt and gets re- truly rejected they always are afraid to watch that because like you know you don't want to watch yourself be rejected it, it it sucks but that spoke to like how sincere or how she like she wasn't a willing participant in this game that Brendan and right. Piper were showing. Like we'll get into this later, but Brendan and Piper decided to lean into like owning it on social media. And like, I, I liked that Brendan like called out like, Hey, I respect that you're owning the, you're here for the wrong reasons. And then I went and saw Piper's and it was the all fair and love and war. And I was like, well, wait, like, <laughs> Natasha had no idea like she wasn't right. part of your game or no one there was no upfront contract of like Natasha and Piper saying all right we both like the same guy to the to the best woman go the spoils like there was none of that right. no she, it was all behind her back and here Natasha no being a smart person feels extra silly because she is now looking back being like, I should have saw the signs. But all she was is this a vulnerable person who liked a guy and was willing to give a guy she liked a chance to prove that he wasn't just bold face lying the entire time. Right. And, I, and I've been the Natasha in this situation where you like a guy and he's saying like, oh, I don't know. I got to go slow. So you're like, OK, I respect that because I respect your feelings as an individual person. I'm not going to trample you trample on whatever you're saying. And then to see your vulnerability, to see your um, empathy and understanding for another person be taken advantage of, like that's even harder Because if Natasha had said, you know, cool, I'm going to just go try and make out with everybody else I can. If you're you'll you'll be here if you're here and I'll come back to you. But she really put in the work to try and make something with Brendan happen. And it's not just 
my feelings were involved, but my time and my energy and my consideration of another person was looked at as a plaything and wasn't valued. And that hurts so much more. You know, it, it hurts to get rejected. It hurts to get rejected from someone you like. And then it hurts even more to get rejected from someone you like that you tried to make it work with. And I think that also is, is where I, watching her, I was having those feelings of like, man, I know when I've tried yeah. and that person didn't work out, that feels awful. Totally. And because it's paradise, Natasha has seen other people come and people get asked out on dates and then go on dates only to come back and still like want to pursue the relationship, the original relationship. So, you know, Natasha must feel like she's like, I'm not going to, you know, as as a someone who's independent and whatever, I'm not going to I'm just going to be poised. I'm going to let this play out. I'm going to believe in myself. And, and 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 they Brennan and Piper like use that against Natasha. Yeah. Uh, for like not, you know, for example, for not, you know, kind of being Demi or Mari of like just kind of in your face, aggressive disappointment and talking shit right away. Yeah. When someone uses the qualities that you like about yourself and that you value about yourself to get what they yeah. want and to use it against you, that is the stuff that is really bonkers and can mess you up. And that's also how I know that, you know, I've seen people talking like, oh, maybe Natasha was in on it. It's like, why would you be in on that? OK, yeah, like, I didn't see that. Why, why would you be in on that? Natasha mentioned <laughs> that to me yesterday. I was like, where are you seeing this? Like, <laughs> but like, like. I, I was in New York. I ran Natasha after filming. You know, she didn't give me the details other than the fact that she was like, I was really like, she was really hurt. Like from the time I saw her, she felt rejected and let on and played. And, and I, all I can say is that was real for Natasha and people like, yeah, there are real, like, you know, it's so fascinating with batcher nation. It's like, either it's like, I keep trying to be like, there's two, two things can happen at the same time. It can be a, a TV show. It can be edited. We, we should be careful. Just the conclusions we jump to an edited TV show and it can be real and it can hurt people and people can have real feelings and real emotions. It, and you know what I'm saying? Like it can be both. Yeah. And Natasha, while it might be edited and we don't, we, pro we definitely didn't see everything. Natasha was truly let on and she was truly hurt yeah. and she, uh, and it was, yeah. So, so something had to be there for them to edit. And the something yes. that was there was someone's feelings being hurt. Correct. 100%. So here's what we're like, just was just kind of like shocking to me and almost comical. So Brendan and like, you know, the, obviously Brendan has the, the bullshit about like, like we're, we're, this is where I was shocked was Brendan. Like, did he really think that like anyone was going to believe that he was surprised? Like, oh, this is, <laughs> what, wait, wait, what did they say? Hold on. Hold on. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Read it for me. This was obviously a coincidence, I suppose. Is it obvious or do you suppose? I obviously suppose that. I, I mean, like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like... <laughs> It's, and it's like, is it a coincidence? You are both famous bachelor people who are also hot. Like, why would they not put you here together? Also, you 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 did at least the only thing he acknowledged is that they did hang out. Right. Right. Well, you just you're just an idiot if you don't talk about it. So, like, clearly you weren't totally shocked. Come on. Like, you know. Well, well that's the thing. And if we get into Brendan and Piper's date, it's like. 
they didn't get their story oh, straight. My God. And Brendan relied on I said this in my recap for Monday. It's like, do not put the weight of your plan on the shoulders of a giddy 23 year old girl like that is not going to work. There's a reason that all of them in Ocean's 8 were over 40. OK, <laughs> like this, they this she Brent, Brendan and Piper did not get the story straight. And Piper was convinced that this was going to be a romantic weekend with yeah. her boyfriend and didn't think to like tell anybody the story. And you saw on the date, Brendan being like, wow, it's so amazing that you're here. This person that I've only met twice in my life. Wink. Like, why are you? So it was so fast. Like I found that to be so so shocking and fascinating. And just to provide context for the people, like, yeah, like they had to get their story straight before they showed up. Okay, fine. You can, you know, again, people do that, and they don't. Like the the sh the producers know the show. Like they had no time. They they know these people <laughs> aren't thinking. They're playing checkers, not chess. You know, they they yes. know that, so they. They make sure that they're mic the whole time, and 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 Brendan and Piper are just the whole time. We're just dying to like try to be like, "What's up?" And they just never had a chance. And my only explanation for why they were so foolish with what they talked about is because they they didn't know what else to do. And it, it was kind of fascinating because, like, you're right. Brendan's talking to Piper, kind of like with his eyes and 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 like he always talks slow but i felt like he talked extra slow because like he <laughs> wanted piper to like hear every single word to understand what he was trying to tell her he was like listen to me we have met twice i have dated other people on the beach we are casual date with me casual <laughs> And Piper was just like my favorite. She goes, listen, I'm not deaf to all the murmurs. And I was like, one, what does that mean? Yeah. But two, she came in clearly being like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I got here. I gave you the date. My job is done. <laughs> that was Piper's side of it. Yeah. She was like, we're on the date. It's done. We in this together now. Totally. And Brendan was like, there's still another part of this we have to do to sell it. And Piper was like, but do you want to talk about how many followers I have? Yeah. Like, what is going it on, was man? Nuts. And that's the thing. is like, a, Brendan and Piper have hung out several times, obviously. And I am shocked that Brendan doesn't know this about Piper yet. We know this from Matt James' season. You know, I, you know, producers know these people. Like, obviously, I have relationships. So I hear about people's personalities outside of the show. And Piper doesn't seem... Piper is a very earnest person person when she when matt rejected her she she doesn't seem like and that's not a like she she's very literal right and yes. yeah and so why brennan didn't know this like why didn't they discuss like what's so fascinating is that piper when brennan's trying to like talk to piper in code and piper's right. like whoa like to your point Allie, she was like <laughs> what the f like no i don't what what is this you know she's trying to keep it real i guess to her credit she's not thinking you know two steps ahead and right then what was so fascinating and i i and i haven't asked the producers about it because i have i i have to wonder if even they were shocked and surprised like i i sometimes <laughs> there's there's always these moments where like and i always tell people like listen they're great at creating fixed situations and they have ideas of and guesses of how they hope things play out but 
they don't know. And once in a while, even they are truly blown away by what yeah. happens. And I got to guess that they were also blown away because Piper was kind of like, wait, what the fuck? To Brandon, <laughs> I like, bro, we've been like, we're, we're, we're basically boyfriend and girlfriend. And yeah. And then Brandon was forced to basically have like a real life conversation with his girlfriend or, or he, like he had to decide either to like tell his girlfriend that they're not really boyfriend and girlfriend or on camera, totally mic'd up, the whole plan can, can give away the whole plan to Piper. <laughs> and it's just like, did he not <laughs> think that America would figure out what he was saying when he said things had to be done and certain for me to be here? And, and I've been like saying this in every episode of the season. Brennan made a point where he goes, had I told people I knew you were coming and that I was here for you, I wouldn't have been they home. They would have sent me home, yeah. And my response to Brennan is, that is exactly what you should have done. And you should have absolutely risked going home because even then, so what? You can still be with your girlfriend or whatever and you wouldn't have to screw over or hurt an innocent person like Natasha. And you would have they probably would have figured a way to keep you around because, you know, these these fan favorites come in with such hubris and confidence by their followers and their fan favorites. Like instead of coming down cocky and saying things like, yeah, you know, I don't want to sound cocky, but a bunch of the women liked me come down with a listen like I'm they're probably going to keep me around and don't say this, but just know have confidence in the fact that like. There's a there's a fighting chance. It is a TV show. They'll figure it out. But I'm like the right. only advice I've ever given to anyone who goes on Paradise when they call me up is don't lie and don't lie to anyone. You can't don't lie to you can't don't lie on camera. Don't lie to producers. The truth will always protect you. And it just shocked me that Brandon just chose to like just if, what's the worst that could happen if you go home and Piper shows up? You know what? It probably would have happened. Brendan might have even left the beach and then Piper would have showed up and been like, well, where's Brendan? And they would have figured out a way to like have Bre like have Piper Brendan like come back, chase down like like whatever. They would have figured it out and just right. trust that process. And the fact that they were so. Because if you're yeah. if you're so convinced that being on TV will work, you got to trust that TV will work it Thank for you. you. Yes. And they. And he put all his trust in Piper to work it for him. And she was not prepared for that because like you said, she was like, my boyfriend is suddenly saying that we don't know each other, that we don't like each other. And she freaked out yeah. and forced everything to come out. And now he's having to be like, uh, um, well, I there, I did some stuff. I got to let you know that I did some stuff. But and then by the end of it, they're like tw twirling their evil mustaches being like, ha ha ha. We we're everyone's going to hate us and it doesn't matter. And it's like, yo, what's the what's the upside? My question is like, really, what is the upside? If you want to get followers, get sponsorships, all this stuff. I'm not I don't know that world. I'm I'm like, I don't even have my blue check on Twitter, so I don't even know. But it's like, <laughs> wait, you don't like I don't have a blue oh my, check. That's what a Twitter. I'm like. Well, <laughs> I have I have an Emmy nomination and no blue check. This we're keeping it real. But I was like, how are what's the upside? What are you getting 
that is worth risking your entire reputation when they show all this because they're going to edit all of this in. Like, did they think they were going to edit the the moments where they're talking about what they had to do out? Like, I don't I don't under, I don't understand the plan beyond step three. You're you're absolutely right. And I will tell you, as someone who does know this world, there is no upside because the number of followers you have is not the only barometer for what your followers mean, you know? So especially in Bachelor World where it's highly competitive and they're introducing 60 to 90 new Bachelor Nation people every year and the amount of people who are disappointed with your experience relative to like the followers and all that is... You know, for the, the people who are lucky enough and incredibly blessed and fortunate to get any type of brand deal is few and far between relative to like how many people come on. And so like, yeah, yeah, Brandon has a nice follower count. But after this week, what is what is teeth whitening central? Are they whatever? Like, bro, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. What, whatever. Are they going to hire Brandon or are they going to hire all the other people available right. to them? In Bachelor Nation with the similar followers who didn't do they, they basically rendered their followers useless. There's this whole count out they there. Ev yeah. They evaporated any goodwill they had coming in. And I think both of them had a lot of goodwill so, coming in. So much. Goodwill. And and it's like, OK, without the goodwill, you're like you said, like without the goodwill, your followers mean nothing. If the perception of you is you're a liar. Why does anybody want to work with you? Like. Because they because not even they can hire another bachelor person, they can go hire another model. Like how many aspiring models are there out in the world that would love to go be a brand partner for, you know, Fashion Nova baby or something like who even cares about you? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Like y'all don't y'all don't you didn't think this through. <laughs> and, 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 and that's the other fascinating part, because, again, like I'm as someone who know, like it's sometimes I do have a hard time watching this or the people and the, the bachelor tropes and the, you know, again, the, the, the evil, the plan that Brandon and Piper had, I like, I don't have, I don't have a problem with the crime. I have a problem with the execution. And again, and we yeah. talked, we covered the Natasha of it all. And that's the big, the big problem. But like, it's, it's, it's just interesting bachelor nation, but like, Bachelor Nation, we all like they all know everyone's there for followers. They don't want you to make it so obvious. They, yeah. they don't want you to throw it down their th throat and in their face. And I guess there's a fine line because like I, I do like it when people own who they are and they're just freaking honest about like their intentions. And I, I do wonder if they would have gotten less. It, 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 I really I, I do believe it was. At the very end of the episode, Brendan's comments and conversations with Natasha that really sealed their fate because. Oh, yeah, it was the z the zero prospects. What else were you going to do? I think that I think if he had just owned up to it and been like, listen, I'm sorry, I didn't know how to stay yeah. around. I, I'm and I think the, the, the main issue is day one on the beach when the rumor showed up. Are you dating Piper? He should have said, yes, we're dating. Yes, I've dated her and I hope she shows yes. up. But if she doesn't, I'm all in on you. If she does, I got to explore I'm, that I'm relationship. Out. Yeah. A dot. He should have said that. 
And all of this would be understandable and would have made sense. And it's just setting the expectations, yeah. setting the, the boundaries. Like if she doesn't show up or if Piper's interested in somebody else, I'm all in on you, Natasha, or whoever he decided to scam. And if she doesn't show up, if she does show up, I'm going to go try and make that work because that's happened before. And everyone is cool with that framing. It was the I yeah, I never met. I've, I've, I've done never that. Met her. I literally did that on on paradise yes. they, <laughs> and i was very like i was up front with everybody and i was like eh, i send me home week two the women had the roses and i went in the rose ceremony having no idea where i was getting my rose and i was like i might be going home tonight i'm pretty sure they'll figure it out i trusted the process but i was like <laughs> i could be wrong no one guaranteed me anything no one promised anything and I was the last rose called and my friend Haley gave me the rose and you know, I was like, all right, cool. But I, w I just was not going to lie. I just was like, I, don't lie. I, and I just, I don't understand. I just like, I don't understand why. Yeah. Which I also think is like, again, the beauty of the fuck boy, they know when to lie and they know when to make the truth sound interesting. If the truth is hurtful. And I don't think any of these guys that are trying to pull these scams are deft enough and have the gift gab enough to make I'm going to tell you this awful thing that I'm about to do and I'm going to make it sound like it was your idea. <laughs> like none of them are able to do that. And like Brendan and Natasha could have sat down and been like, I'm interested in these people. I'm interested in these people. We're going to see what goes on between us. But we, like he never made the worst option sound interesting. Yeah. And that's the that's what telling the truth is. Last night, Brendan and Piper doubled down on social media uh like i we we mentioned i'm glad brendan owned it right and then we talked about piper saying that and i gotta believe and it must be true because i think they knew they're gonna get some heat i don't think they fully appreciated because they clearly just when they were sitting on the cabana talking Mic'd up and like so just to provide some like when you're there there's times where you're having a chat and there are cameras surrounding you like you see the cameras like, you know, you're being filmed. And there's plenty of other times where like they're just kind of around and they're not there. There's so many things going on and it is incredibly easy to just to forget. But they just completely decided to be like, nah, there's they're probably filming something else. And yeah, the. I'm pretty sure Brendan was having a conversation with a producer when he when he because they only you only saw Brendan and he said yeah. and like when and when Brendan said the whole lack of prospect I, I was I was shocked I was like you're really going there that's that's your move like you're like why like I don't even stand under even if you felt that way why say it but also why would you say say that there's clearly a like, it doesn't even make sense there's clearly a bunch of guys on the beach Many of which, like, what is, like, how is, what is James doing there in a sense that like, <laughs> you know, Aaron, like he's, he's not in any real relationship. Like there's so many available people on the beach. Like these, like the, I, I don't get it, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's also like, that is so revealing of where he was coming from that. I think that's the thing that is the, the worst crime. Um, because it is, again, it's that she's stupid, that, you know, you pulled that you're so superior and that she should be grateful for you. And again, it plays into those things of like, 
Natasha's 33, which like in the in this universe is like decrepit and ancient. (laughs) And she, you know, like I don't think I don't know who she likes to date or what type of person she likes to date. But like having someone say that about a dark skinned black woman who's over the age of 30, which is like two Venn diagrams that interact. It's like that reveals how you view other people in a way that like there's no there's no goodwill coming from me at all after that, because it is just such a transactional way to view people. And if you can't if you can't provide anything, if you can't get anything going, then you're not worth my empathy or my attention. Yeah. And clearly Natasha was being very kind and was being very understanding and had a lot of empathy for Brendan. She was so patient, so patient, so patient. And to say that about somebody that was kind to you and empathetic to you, even if you were leading them on is like just true. You know, they talk about like trash bag behavior. That's the trash bag behavior. Yeah. And it's such an awful and it's a it basically saying this woman isn't attractive enough. So why should I think about what happens to her next is like what is baked into that kind of thinking. And it's like if you're 31 going after a 23 year old looking at the women your own age being like nobody's interested in them. So why should I care? She should be grateful. It's like, okay, that's how you think about women. Like there's no that's how you think about women, sir. I agree with everything you just said in the conversation that Brendan had with with Natasha. uh, And we've talked about this in the past. And this was all just cruel, horrible. And he definitely lacked any empathy, which was really highly disappointing. And then he, you know, the comment about selective hearing Brendan told Natasha, which is also just like a dick thing to say. And for him to be like, I don't understand the relevance of this question. Oh. Like, sir, oh. are you doing well, are you doing an objection in court? Like, you are not a lawyer. This, you need to walk it back. No, also, like, this is where I love <laughs> Natasha because, like, she owned him in this conversation. I'll tell you the relevancy because, like, you going to Boston on your own, Piper, probably means you hooked up, and that's what she Nat- wa- she she walked him to it. Yeah, and she, and the second he realized, he was like, "Oh, I don't see the relevance." Yeah. Oh, I love that she just like, oh, so she went there. Oh, was she alone? Yes. Like Piper, I mean uh, <laughs> Natasha is like, oh, y'all hooked up. Like, I know you hooked up, so you hooked up with the girl. And then came down here, regardless of whatever labels you guys want to call it or not. That's that's I'm 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 assuming that's what like that's what she was getting at, and and rightfully so. That's those are great questions to like walk through and totally own Brendan. And when she was asking Piper too, she's like, she didn't say he told me you met two months ago. When did you meet? She just said, when did you meet? And she said, oh, a month, uh, two months ago. And she says, oh. He said a month ago. Now Piper can't walk it back. Yeah. How many times have you hung out? Uh, Ten yeah, times. Oh, that's interesting. He told me twice. And again, Piper was not sort of smart enough or with it enough to like see what was happening and be like, oh, what did Brendan say? Or I don't remember. I don't have a number on it. She just was like, we met 10 times. 10 times is a lot of times. Uh I- I got people like I got friends that I don't see 10 times a year. Like that's a lot of times. <laughs> that's a lot of times. Also, and then and then Brandon was just like, well, I didn't I don't remember saying two. I know. Yeah, you're right. You didn't say two. You said a couple times and yeah. a couple is two. A few. If you had you said a few, maybe you could have like I, tried to convince I have us. This, 
I have this argument all the time. Yeah. A couple is two, maybe three. A few is definitely like three to five. Yeah. Like you said a couple. You said a couple. That's down there. That's two. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So do we even want to talk about like it's not it, it's it's horrible. It's terrible. It's also not gaslighting. And I'm not saying that there's no. zero defense here. Brennan was terrible. But we just need to stop misdiagnosing what gaslighting Some, is. Someone can lie and someone can lie to you and have it not be gaslighting because he wasn't saying to Natasha, you know, throughout the whole conversation, the thing that you think is not true. He said the thing that I said, you didn't like your misunderstanding, which is different than the thing yeah. that you believe isn't true. And it's very clear that Brendan had to tell himself certain things to yes. allow himself to do this. Yes. And Natasha presenting the truth to him contradicted what he had to tell himself. Yeah. It was. And so I don't. Yeah. It's manipulative. It's, mani it's deceitful. It's cruel. He's a liar. He is a liar. Yeah. I don't I don't know if he was gaslighting her like there might have been. But just saying to someone, well, I don't think, you know, you had any prospects down here isn't gaslighting yeah. or, you know. And we only bring this up because gaslighting can and is a real thing let's 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 just call it what it is and that way when you misidentify something then it gives the opposition an opportunity to be like well he was you know like you know so like he was terrible yeah. terrible brendan is is blaming his bad memory not natasha's yeah is what i think sort of the line is there he's saying well i don't remember and, and it's still totally dickish can we talk about the microphone scratch yeah yeah. <laughs> what this so good. to me i was like comic, it's a comic i move. need to know what this is i've never seen it have never been worn a puka shell necklace with a microphone in it but <laughs> it is a common thing people on the show do that if they if they tap their mic like this it will uh -huh. like you won't be able to pick up the audio. The problem is like Brennan like scratches it once and then and then and then says the thing. and then says the th it's like it doesn't turn off your mic, bro. Scratching it like he got like a you have to you have to okay, constantly so go like this and talk, you know, like so he's trying he's trying to ruin the audio. So yeah, they can't use it. Yeah, yeah. okay. You know, it's it like on Real, on Real Housewives when they yell Bravo when Denise yelled yeah, Bravo, 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 Bravo. <laughs> When Denise yells Andy Cohen Bravo to turn yeah. up. Okay. But yeah, I because to me I was like, okay, he's I thought he was trying to see if it was on or if he was trying to like No, he was turn, trying to turn it around. Poor a, a further more bad execution on Brendan's part. Like yes. it's just he he scratched it once and then <laughs> told his story. No, Brendan, you have to go like this. These are the, these are the bank robbers that are getting locked in the vault yes. and then have to call <laughs> someone to let them out. Yeah. Like well, even the camera angle was weird. I wonder if he knows that the cameras were even on them because they were like shooting through that leaf. Like, and, this is, and for anyone and I saw, I saw a couple out there on Twitter. Anyone who wants to try to defend Piper and Brennan by saying they were set up by producers, it doesn't work. If the FBI puts up a sting operation and and the robbers come in crack open the bank and there's no money there they still go to jail <laughs> you know like they can't yeah you can't be entrapped into something you were going to do exactly um, if they convince you to do something you were never gonna do sure but if like if they wanted to be in paradise together they 100%. wanted to read whatever followers and 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 after brendan 
like articulated this to Piper, she was she can she's like she literally thanked like yes, I she was glad Brandon did what he had to do so they could they could be there. Yeah, I think Piper was thinking he's going to get all the asshole comments and I'm going to be like the girl that he did all this for. Yeah. And I'm not going to get any of the the bad the the, the heat which is Again, her bonkers. Yeah. But that was his comment to her. He's like, I'm the one I, I wrote it down. It was the exact comment. <laughs> like, I'm the one who's sitting here who's going to be crucified and you're sitting here. to. Oh, here it is. People are coming for my existence and you're talking about Instagram. That's what he said to her. Yeah. And then they both laughed about it. It was weird. And then like Piper made, a, I think, a statement on Instagram this morning and talking about how it's just a TV show and I don't take it seriously. And honestly, everything she said, I don't have a problem with and is in a lot of ways true, but She's missing the point, and so is Brendan after the fact is, just apologize to Natasha. Just show yeah. empathy to Natasha. I don't give a fuck about the show. Like, I don't care about <laughs> your followers. I don't care that you got a free vacation. It's not bothering me. Just apologize to the one person who you hurt for real, because that's real. Natasha's feelings are real. The yes. show might be fake. It might be edited. Like, every, yeah, a lot of your peers are also pulling the same bullshit in terms of showing up for TV, but you hurt someone. It's clear that she was hurt and you're just completely dismissing it. So like I, you know, just put out a, an apology to Natasha and then move on. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. So we get into episode two. Um, oh, more chaos. More, <laughs> more chaos. Really liked uh, uh, Titus. Uh, I, I liked what he brought as yeah. a new host. Um Almost a, a Shakespearean. Yeah. He's like doing all the things in iambic pentameter. I was like, this is a real treat. Yeah. Uh, half the cast was, it was just kind of above their pay grade of, of like, no, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was great. Abigail, like whispering to people, he's on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. He's seen Unbreakable. It's on Netflix. Like, I loved that. Yeah. That, that was great. Um, I love the plan. I mean, from, you know, props to producers for this VIP party, which, you know, wasn't so VIP. It was kind of sad looking, but whatever. It was a it was a high school dance. It was a high school. Like, yeah, it was a high school dance. It was it was the cocktail night at your conference in Buffalo. Like it was doing what it needed to do. They threw a high school dance. Total perfect. But it it is so like it's such a setup. Again, it's just another sting operation that these people who are currently committing a crime don't know how to <laughs> navigate, not how to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. And so they show up and then here we have the, the Chris drama of it all. We're, we're jumping ahead and we'll the break down the yeah. Chris. But like. Did you struggle the whole time? And, you know, for those of you listening, you know, we we were very familiar with Twitter's reaction on Monday night's episode. We're recording this Tuesday morning, so we don't know how Twitter's going to react to Tuesday's episode. But as as bad as Chris was and as insincere as he was to Jacenia, I just didn't under, and, and as much, I loved how Riley and Joe broke it down. Went after him. But, ran him out of town. But where was that energy for, na, for, na, for, for Piper uh, and Brandon? And Piper. It just, it seemed. It, it, it. Here, here's my thought. Part of my theory is that Chris took Jacenia from Ivan, a couple that everybody liked. So it was not just a crime against Jacenia, it was a crime against Ivan. 
And as we all know from American history, a crime is not serious unless it also happens to a man. (laughs) And so they had to like, it was like justice for this couple was I think fueling it. And because Jacinia could also have that moment of like, I left Ivan, I left something that I, that was good for this guy, Chris to add another layer of upsetness. And Natasha is a, in their minds, a single person. You know what I mean? I think that's, I wonder if that's part of it that the people that like Ivan or that liked them together can kind of like, you took just sitting away from Ivan for false pretenses rather than you just harmed a person and that's bad. I think you're absolutely right. I also, now literally that you're talking, I'm having another thought. None of the cast also were privy to these conversations that Piper and Brennan were having. I'm assuming like myself, like watching it late last night, like you forget that like some, you know, when early in the episode, when Demi, when Kendall showed up and she's like, oh, I wish I could be a fly on the wall, cut to them talking. We get to be the fly on the on the wall. Right. right? And they don't. So I think part of it, too, is they didn't get to see that. And they saw Chris making out. They with- saw Chris do all of this. They didn't see them. Uh, they didn't see Brendan and Piper uh talk about their plan they didn't see brandon say it and do those shitty things to natasha i'm pretty sure brandon made the comments about prospects to a producer because we only saw brandon and we didn't see who he was talking to like they would have showed who he was talking to if it was a cast member Um, right but natasha did tell ivan she said this is your boy you gonna ride for your boy oh she did oh i missed that yeah she called she said to she called, she said to Ivan, she, cause Ivan was like, oh, maybe, you know, I'm sorry this happened. Like, I forget what he said, but she was like, that's your boy. You gonna stand up for him? Oh yeah, you make Yeah, that's a good point. And then, so that you know, there is, and that's where so people, so she's tell. I don't know if she's telling people everything, which I would understand if she was like, I'm not going to say everything that he said or everything that I'm noticing, but she has told people they, I think people know what's up. Yeah. Also. And this is where you can criticize the the cat, you know, the Noahs or the Rileys or the Joes or whatever. They all clearly like Brendan, and they don't yeah. give a fuck about Chris. They don't know Chris. Joe is just like, who the fuck are you? I don't even know you. We <laughs> gave you a shot. You burned a bridge. Like you're not part of. It's all high school, right? We, you're, you know, Chris was like the guy who transferred from a different school out of town, and we're like, all right, we'll give you a shot. And he like <laughs> on day two burned a bridge yeah and so i i think part of that lack of energy is coming from they're far more reluctant to call out as natasha said their boy than some guy they don't give a fuck about it's also like pipers and serena are really close and you look at how serena p and joe are like kind of the king and queen of paradise yeah yeah you're right there is a little bit and like serena is the one who tells piper like yeah there you're gonna get so much airtime like your name came up so much before you so it's also like both of that both participants in this couple are like have the social standing within this group of people to not be held accountable in the same way that chris is 100 percent. and social standing on that beach absolutely matters it is it, it, it influences so many decisions and it's something that the show totally takes advantage of and uses against uh the the cast people that all being said let's break down 
the Chris and how do you pronounce her name? Because it's not Alea. It's Alana. Not Alana. It's Alana. No, no it's not Alana. No. It's, Ale- it's, it's Alana. Alana. It's Alana. Clench your jaw as to say she it. Was, as she was saying it, I went Atlanta without the T. Yes. Okay. As she was, I heard right. her say it, and I was like, "That okay? okay. Helpful. That can be my way in. Helpful. Okay. So yes, yeah, they have the VIP party. She's she sews up. I mean, her her comp, hot Ursula. She like from the Little yes. Mermaid. <laughs> Yeah, she's hot person Ursula. Hot person Ursula. Yes, the yeah. Uh, when, when Ursula gets goes on land. Yes, I mean it's like <laughs> she she plays the role of the temptress so well. I mean she's a beautiful woman. Um, she she comes in and she even like just the way she talks and carries herself is very seductive. And you can and you can tell that they both and this is sort of jumping ahead, but they both are like, let's do the bachelor thing yeah and let's say the bachelor words and they're very much like we're gonna be on a journey and it's like bitch calm down (laughs) nobody's here for you like that and that's why the show will often bring on your people who go on home one night one or night two chris is unique uh character because as we mentioned last week the producers knew that he inundated himself with a bunch of other cast people in San Diego and was forming yep. these relationships. And they were hopeful this drama that, you know, these friendships or these relationships that Chris was inserting himself in would pan out. And it obviously did. You know, it's interesting that like, cause last week you know, the internet was a buzz about the potential relationship that Jasenia and Chris had before the show. And and then and then Justenia came out and this like literally admitted it on the show, but she was already the victim of Chris and Alana with it Alana. You got you got it. Alana, you got it, buddy. Uh, that she was like, yeah, <laughs> she she talked about how they knew each other and like it was this kind of fa- like how many relationships was Chris in with bachelor yeah. women? And you're right, it's so funny that they that they will cast people because. They know that the people who haven't really been to the process, who had a cup of coffee on the show, don't really know the show, and they are so prone to like the trope, the all the tropes, and yeah, all, and, oh, and, yeah. and playing into the role and not being real. And it's like I wonder if they think they're like, oh, that must have been the reason I went home. I didn't like play the game. I didn't use the right language. So now I'm gonna like really give them the love story that they want. And it's like we don't believe this is a love story between you and uh, Alana. Like. This is not y'all two people and you want a vacation and you want to fuck somewhere where you can see the ocean like that's it. (laughs) And I'm like, nobody, nobody think. And that's sort of like my it's like, don't pretend you're in love. Don't pretend you're like, I just got to see where the spark goes. Like we don't buy it and everyone can like smell the bullshit on you. And that doesn't get you don't have you don't have any leeway because we're already like, who are you? What are you doing? You jumped on the most popular person here. So now we're like, are you clout chasing? Are you trying to get with the most popular girl? And then you come in with all this when you're trying to defend yourself. All this nonsense. When when he's talking to Joe and Riley, he's like, it was undeniable that there was a spark. That's not how humans talk like no one has my boyfriend has never talked to me about the spark that we have undeniable (laughs) the undeniable spark he's like i don't know your butt's nice like (laughs) (laughs) 
you're really funny and I care about you. Yeah. Like, but he's never like, we have an undeniable spark. Like, that's not totally. what happens. It's always, it's, it's, it's fascinating because it's like the people who go out and get sent home early. Like I said, they don't know much about the show. And it's a combination of being fans, reading a bunch of blogs on the internet, thinking it's bullshit, but still wanting to be a part of it. And yeah. they are, they seem to be incapable of being authentic. Like they, they are often like, and that's what, that's why they get on the show because the producers bank on the fact that they're not there for the right reasons, literally. And, and again, it's, I think it's also this idea of like, for someone like Chris, I don't, I don't know. No one knows him, but like before this, I don't know if he's been getting a lot of girls or if he's been really popular or whatever, but he's suddenly in a situation where he can like be really popular and get with a lot of people. And what you do in that moment reveals like how you think about things. So the fact that when he wanted to go talk to Atlanta, he said, he literally said to Jacinia BRB and tapped her on the shoulder and like ran away, ran away, it's ran like, and ran. It's like, <sighs> No, he just be ran away, BRB and like ran away. But to be if you're if there's someone else there that you're interested in and you want to talk to the mature, reasonable thing that everyone can respect is to say to the other person, hey, I'm going to go talk to Atlanta. She's going to pull me for a second. You know, I'll be back and not to say BRB and run before Jacinia like has time to turn her head. But if you're, you know, if this is your, if you get to be a cool guy, if you get to be a little scamp for a second, you go start just doing weird shit. And it clearly that was what was going on yeah. with Chris. When the going gets tough, that's when you show who you really are, or that's when you show what your relationship's made of, et cetera, et cetera. And he had no, no guilt when he was with Atlanta, no guilt on the date, no turmoil, but he could, he wanted to fake it in front of everybody else. And it's like when he was making out with her, when whatever Disney Channel original princess was singing at that party, that that's Chris. Like that Chris, yeah. Olivia Holt. Yeah. Like that's that's Chris. Yeah. When he was just fully making out with her on the dance floor, doesn't care what anybody else thinks. It's like, cool. You're you think you're a big guy because you got to kiss two girls in one day in front instead of like in front being of honest. Yeah, in front of Josenia. And that's the thing. And I absolutely love that Riley and like. Uh, I like you know, uh, Riley clearly wasn't. He he he. They showed glimpses of him, but he, he was just there. He wasn't pursuing relationships. He was observing, and I loved it because he was absolutely right. Like he called out Chris for that bullshit, which was giving zero fucks about like if you want to make out with two girls, fine. Like you know, Riley probably was like, I've done that, whatever. Maybe it wasn't my best moment, but like it was this complete lack of disregard again for someone's feelings it's you know very similar to the brendan and, and and how he treated natasha it was like just try to be a gentleman try to try and, to show that you're giving a shit about someone's feelings and thinking that everybody else gonna ride for him that's the other like chris doesn't have enough allies on the beach if if you if you're a guy and you're gonna be like i'm gonna go to the bar and i'm gonna make out with a bunch of people and I'm going to make out with two girls that are friends or whatever. It's because, you know, you're like all my guy friends that are with me aren't going to tell my girlfriend at home because you ride or die with them. I don't know if that's the best thing, but you got, you, you know, your boy's going to ride with you. You know that when your girlfriend calls says, hey, was so-and-so with you? You'd be like, yes. And he's in fact, he's here right now. But Chris <laughs> don't, doesn't have anybody to do that for him. No. So when he got no, back smoke to the resort, yeah. Yeah. everybody was like, whoa, you made out with 
Alana right in front of Jacinia. That sucked. Yeah, that was bad. You shouldn't have done that. And he was expecting everybody to hype him up or at least keep their mouth shut. It's like, we're not, why would I? I remember I was working a job and somebody asked uh, my coworker to do something like vaguely illegal so that they could like get a weird disc. It was some weird like discount thing. And my coworker just looked this customer in the eye and said, ma'am, who are you that I should lose my job for you? And she stared at this woman's face and the woman was like, what? And she goes, I'm asking you, why are you so important to me that I should lose my job for you? And that was what everybody said to Chris when he got back to the resort. He said, who are you that we should all ruin our friendships, that we should ruin our relationship with Yesenia because you made out with this woman that we don't know? Who are you that I should do this for you? Totally. And just like, I love how Riley, Riley called out the moping. It's just like, yeah, people mope on the <laughs> beach, but it's because they're getting broken up with. And why Chris thought that he could just swerve in, make out with Alana and and then come back as if like he's the victim. Like, what what yeah. was that? I don't like I mean, he's, if you he's, if you want to feel he's not a good enough, he's not a good enough actor and he's not a good enough liar. It's like if you can't do one of those things, you're not getting away with it. He's not. He's neither of those things. He's also like reading the wrong playbook. You know, if you want to wake up and feel bad about what you did, then just own. you know, just be like, I wouldn't even have believed him had Chris woke up and said, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. It was wrong. Because I would have been like, you're an adult man. Like, how yeah. did you not know that was wrong? So, and I, that wasn't one. And that wasn't one slip up. That was a prolonged activity in one night. Yeah, exactly. All night long, and and then the you know, and then the next day he's moping, but also says yes to the date. And he like all he goes to the group and said, you all might be mad at me. Doesn't talk to Jacinta. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> He was like, I'm going to have to have an uncomfortable conversation. Attention, everyone. (laughs) I would like to say something and then leave. Uh, Not talk to Jesenia. And I I, I just want to give props to Jesenia. Like, I I really had no opinion on Jesenia. She's obviously striking. She's beautiful. Like, you know, she didn't have a relationship with Matt James and his season all that much. Like, whatever. But I really loved like ev- how she handled the whole situation. I yeah. love that she removed herself. I love she said a line when she got back to the beach. She said and I and I'm only pointing this out because even even Natasha was guilty of this. Now granted, we've all been there because we've all liked someone and we look back and thought, "Oh, I was dumb." Like I I, I was foolish cuz I liked him. But Jessenia said, "I don't I I he's showing me how he feels. I don't need to wait around to talk to him. He is showing me with his actions. And I love that Jesenia called that out. And, and she's like, ah, I I see, I got to see what I got to see. I'm good. Now, granted what Chris did was way more in the face than what Brendan, Brendan was a far more like, you know, trying to be Machiavellian about it. But nevertheless, I just want to give props to Jesenia for absolutely like just owning it not pouting just you know she really showed her like strength and independence and i and i i, I really really quite liked and, her this episode and kept and kept shutting him down absolutely yeah and being like there's no discussion here there's Loved nothing it. for us to talk about neither of us owe each other anything because of what you did like she very she laid it out super clearly of like this is because of what you did so now i'm done and i'm sorry you don't get to have a problem with that 
which is exactly the way that you should handle it. Totally. Like if for someone you're not seriously dating, not in love with whatever, just be like, cool, you made a choice. I also get to make a choice. And my choice is you don't get access to me anymore as a person, Yeah. Was- which is like, that's the punishment that you don't, I'm a good person. You don't have access to me as a person anymore. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, Jacenia with the, the big W, uh, this episode, I also want to just point out to the audience is like, you know, for people, we, uh, we talk about relationships on this show and some real world takeaway here. We always get a ton of questions and we, you've talked to your friends and you've, you, and when, 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 when you're getting broken up with or whatever, or someone does something and, and people will always say, well, why do they, why do they call me amazing? Why do they, why do they, why are they saying like throughout these two episodes, you saw a bunch of guys, Kenny, uh, Brandon, Chris go up to all these women and say things like, I think you're a great person. I think you're amazing. I've enjoyed my time with you all while attempting to break up with them. And we saw it as like total bullshit. And it's so obvious as a viewer. So in real life, when you are being complimented, (laughs) just see that's what, that's what it is. Like it doesn't mean they're, and, and again, props to Jesenia for like not even hearing it. Uh, She didn't let, her insecurity or her ego hear the compliment that is often what we do like we're hurting and our ego doesn't want to feel bad so like wait you want to you want to comp wait you want you have something nice to say about me oh i'll listen and jessenia wanted none of that and that 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 takes a level of maturity that's i think we often take for granted yeah and i think it was clear it was helpful that what he did there was no ambiguity in it because and anytime you because I've been in the, again, I've also been the Jesenia, um, where you're like, if there's any ambiguity in what the person did, if there's any explanation for it, then I can listen, hear the compliment that opens the door for them to start reasoning with me. And then they're not the bad person. Um, but being able to be like, no, this is a boundary I have. This is a line I have. No, thank you. And it's like setting all those things for yourself and then checking in later. Being like, and I think on these show on The Bachelor in particular, words get so much weight because you don't have as many like relationship actions available. Like when you're in a relationship and you're dating someone, you can pick them up from the airport. You can, you know, take the help take their dog somewhere. But here, all you have is words. So you gotta really like set the boundary and like here are the actions that are unacceptable. And it doesn't matter what words come with them. If the action is present, I will not be. So we have a bunch of little minor storylines to cover before we wrap it up <laughs> that just aren't as um, serious as these two main ones. But uh, Becca and Thomas, you got Aaron and Tammy and this whole triangle. I, I You know, it, the Tammy of it all is interesting because I, I really like that she said to Thomas, listen, at the end of the day, and it takes some guts to tell someone, I want you to like me. So... Do what you want to do, because of course, I would rather have you not go on this date. I'd rather want you to not explore it. But like you do and it's paradise. So whatever it she she almost tries to be a little too cool. Right. Because she she, you you almost wanted her to just be like, but I do like like I I want you to stay. She you know, it's like and it's it's tough. Like I don't falter at all. That's the human side of it. Yeah, it's that there's such a like desire to not be vulnerable 
And telling someone that you like them and you don't want them to go on a date is a very vulnerable thing because that gives them the opportunity to be like, no, or, well, I want to go date. And so it's the like, you know, like it's like a vulnerability hangover where she's like, oh, I was too vulnerable or I should have been vulnerable and I wasn't. And you want her to be you want to tell so many of these people on this dating show, in our lives, whatever. It's like being vulnerable is going to get you the thing that you want, even in the moment it feels bad. And like projecting the image of cool and strength and whatever, that is not going to get you what you want because that is just hiding the vulnerability underneath. And again, it's like you're getting hurt on two levels. If you project cool and then get hurt, you're getting hurt on the cool level. So your ego and then you get hurt on the vulnerability level of your like emotional subconscious. And it's the same thing happening with Demi and Kenny is she's project she in her mind. You know, I don't know her. I'm watching this as a text, but like in her mind, sex is the way that she is valuable in relationships. And that's how she can prolong her contact with men. And when the sex doesn't work, that means she has to do something else. And those other things feel vulnerable and the sex maybe doesn't, or she's telling herself the sex doesn't. And then she's getting hurt on the, she's getting hurt in her, on her vulnerability, even when she thinks she didn't put it out there. And that is like the mind fuck that's happening for right now, all the women on the beach, because they don't want to be vulnerable, but they have to be vulnerable to get what they want. And they're just ending up getting hurt for their vulnerability anyway. So it's like, you might as well just be vulnerable and get hurt on only one level. Why get hurt on two levels? Ellie, I'm, I'm so glad I have you on. <laughs> How do you know this? And you've never been on the show. And yet it's just like, and I was talking to Natasha yesterday during the day. And I was like, you look great. You're, and she was so, I'm like, you got to understand your vulnerability. That's your, it's your ego. But trust me. You did all the right things like Natasha yeah. did it so well because she was willing to show us her like her hurt and her pain. And we love we yep. absolutely loved her for it. Her ego was a little pissed. Her ego was like, why, girl, why are you showing like why? But like we we love. Uh, yeah, yeah. I-, I remember I was dating someone and he was like a nerdy guy, but I- we were in like a casual sex kind of thing. And he was trying to be the cool guy so he was doing all these weird fuckboy moves and i was like this doesn't this doesn't seem like you and i was telling it to my therapist and i was like well you know but it doesn't you know he did this thing and it was kind of weird but it's just casual whatever and my therapist just went well it sounds like he doesn't care a lot about you and i was like oh my god i've been doing i've been telling myself that because it's this xyz casual thing and it's fine that he does this yeah but if he doesn't care about me, even in this casual thing, I'm still getting hurt. I'm still being hurt. And it's like, I'd rather just, it's like, do I want to eat McDonald's for a week and feel bad at the end of the week or eat like good, delicious food that takes longer to prepare and cost more money? It's like, I'm going to feel better at the end of that week. Yeah. I'm st- even though I'm being fed in both situations. So it's just that thing of like, I might as well just go for the person that I like and the person that treats me well even if it's a little harder totally i'm still i'm still getting hurt and that's and that was the yeah the realization (laughs) my therapist very calmly going oh well it doesn't sound like he cares about you at all yeah and (laughs) and that's that's kenny and demi like it's clear that kenny kenny does not like demi he's not into demi uh she's a fun hang he definitely went into his fuck boyness with demi and instead of just being demi let her massive ego 
Uh, and I say that as a friend, like she's great. <laughs> she's wonderful. But at her worst, she lets her massive ego take over and she will own that. Like Demi will own her mistakes. Um, but yeah, she let her, her pride and her massive ego, instead of just like seeing for what it is, like you said, she got petty. She got mean with Mari. She started just, yeah. I mean, that is not the way I want to see my friends handle rejection. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and yeah. and because then you're hurt on the like when she kept going. But I'm so fun. I'm so fun. Aren't I playful? It's like I thought I gave you the thing that men are supposed to want and I'm hurting. And the same with Tammy being like, I told him to go on the date. But why am I hurting? It's like if you give someone the thing that you think they want, they're the only one that's happy. Yeah. Anytime you have to convince someone, guy or girl, and you're starting to list off your qualifications, it's over. Like they don't you do you you can't stump for yourself in a relationship. No. It's this is not how it works. And in the to wrap up the Aaron Tammy Becca Thomas, Aaron being like, This is what Tammy oh, gets. Oh, thank you. I was it's like thank you. Tam sir a Aaron sucks. Sir, relax. Relax. I it's very clear he he has a very narrow view of what oh, you know. Yes. What he what his women should do. Thank you. I, I he heard he heard that he heard that song. These hoes ain't loyal, and he was like, "Finally, someone said it. Like, <laughs> get out of here." <laughs> Thank you. I I just you know Aaron's been this like fan favorite, and he was this been the part of the drama on Katie season, and he's been like the union leader to like rally the troops and like whatever. I wasn't a fan of that kind of shtick, but like, you know, people like the drama and he's a good looking guy, but yeah, he's, he's been, he, I think he's incredibly emotionally immature and these past three episodes have truly shown this and you're right. Like when he gets hurt, he gets mean and he loses all self-awareness and perspective and accountability for his own actions and he, Thomas is his like, you know, his an excuse and Tammy. And there is no just like looking at like himself when and when he finds that and how he wants to talk about women is it's like yeah. that's but that's dangerous. He's that's been, bad. He's been he's been slut shaming two two weeks in a row for like yeah. what you you're on a fucking date, bro. <laughs> you're on a fucking date with a, a runway model. <laughs> like a runway model shows up, asks you out. You don't even hesitate to say yes. You've, what more do you want? What more do you sir? want? And while you are on a date, the, the 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 woman who you barely have any relationship with gets a date card, asks out your, as he says, nemesis. Mortal which, like, enemy. Like adult men should just not have mortal em enemies and, and nemesises. If you have a mortal enemy and you're over the age of five or under the age of 70, you did it wrong. Yep. Thank you. You did it wrong. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And then he, he finds out that Tammy goes out with, and, and this essentially slut shames her. I don't, I don't. But it, yeah, he, he finds out that Thomas went out with Becca yeah. and that somehow just deserts for Tammy, a person who is not involved at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, oh, the girl I'm not interested in anymore uh, that I put on the sidelines also got her feelings hurt and he got satisfaction out of that. And like, yeah. you know, like you, I think the overall theme that you've talked about, and I agree with you is, 
you know, showing what people really show you. And, and if you, you know, when that, when things don't go well for them, like where their priorities lie and, and their lack of empathy or, or their joy they get out of other people's pain is so telling. And how like Thomas is, is that, I mean, and how, yeah. Uh, I, like, dude, dude, move on, move on, dude. A a like six foot tall runway model wants to like make out with you on a horse. Like y- you won just, the breakup. Yeah. Move on. It's like, uh, and then like finally with the Thomas of it all, I've, I've, I've figured out Thomas because I've always had this complicated view of him because I don't think he's this narcissist. I mean, I don't know him, so I can't certainly call him a narcissist or whatever. And he's definitely a full of shit guy. If Thomas would simply, I think, I think, I, I think I have an easy note and fix for Thomas if he's listening. <laughs> Just stop using words like always, every. Stop using words that are definitive. Like he goes on a date with Becca, and he's like, "I only wanted to go on a date with you. I always had a crush on you, and stuff like that." Just be like, "Hey, man, I think I was, re- I was really excited when you asked me. Like I didn't, like you know, he oversells everything with these absolute." phrases that he doesn't need to say because there's no there's no specifics there's no specificity in anything he says like i'm looking back over what he said and he's like it's okay to have angst and i don't want to live a life with what if sitting on the table it's like cool that means nothing like that's on a throw pillow at a tj maxx like that's not a thing you say to a person to get to know them and so but it is that like he's that's that bullshit meter that I'm going to speak in absolutes and all these things. Cause there's just no, and you know, again, I don't know him, but it feels like there's no depth yeah. there that if he had, you'd want him to come out with so that you could understand him. And I think that's, I think all these people sort of want to understand him, but the thing that he's giving is just these shallow. Yeah, it's a lack of maturity, uh, probably a combination of him being gorgeous and six, six and getting away <laughs> with it. Like most people has simply nodded and said yes to him his whole life. And maybe this will be an experience where, you know, I, where I give like, it's a little things where I, I give Thomas credit where like even the intro where Aaron's kicking the ball of the football, that's yeah. like they stole that from Josh and me and paradise. And like, <laughs> so Thomas does have some stuff. Thomas has apologized. He's, he's, he has shown some self deprecating humor. So I do believe that Thomas has a chance to mature because clearly he has shown his immaturity and the fact that he hasn't done that. So like, I like to think there is hope for Thomas to say, you know what? I don't need to, f- be full of shit. I don't need to bullshit people. And I think it's again, it's like this is just my buzzword for the day. But like, it's that vulnerability of like, if he says something specific, his whole life, people have liked him because he's hot and six, six, like that opens a lot of doors often to nightclubs. But it's like <laughs> if if for the first time in his life, he says a real thing about himself or what he believes in the world, he says something with specifics and people like react poorly. It's like, oh no, I've like revealed something about myself and people don't like it. It's easier for me to just be platitudes guy and speak in generic vagaries rather than actually just demonstrating or developing a deeper personality. Yeah, Being hot is a curse, honestly. <laughs> 
Well, what it is, it, is it a, robs so many of our greatest minds of their specificity and vulnerability. <laughs> it is a superpower that is hard to maintain and control and can work against you if you don't respect it. Yeah, that is why I choose to stay fat and cute. <laughs> Way less expectations. <laughs> Amen, girl. <laughs> Uh, Allie, it, it has really been an absolute pleasure. Uh, uh, thank you so much for, for gracing, gracing, uh, gracing. Thanks for coming on. Um, <laughs> you did definitely did not disappoint. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This is a treat. Uh, will you please come back again. We have Michelle's season coming up. We have, you know, we have, we have bachelor stuff like for the there first will year. always there yeah. will always be content so so please come back uh please uh let the people know where we can uh find you follow you uh read your other recaps and all the great things you're doing out there yeah so you can follow me on twitter and instagram at wt flank steak uh you can read the vulture recaps of the bachelor franchise on vulture.com uh, and I'm also a writer for last week tonight. So you can check us out Sunday nights on HBO. Awesome. Uh, Ali, thanks so much. And then next week, it sounds like uh, well, there'll be more that maybe we'll see if the troops rally and hold Brandon and Piper as accountable as they held uh, Chris. Um, so we will see. But uh, I don't know. Just uh, just so, so much to unpack. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com. Cast with the K for Ask Nick episodes. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Five-star reviews. All that fun stuff. Make sure to follow Allie. It is absolutely a fantastic follow. Better than most things you see on the internet. If there is nothing else, we will see you tomorrow for the wonderful and interesting and deep Michael A. See you tomorrow. <laughs>